I do believe that CFUZ Music and Integrity Radio has found some technology that, well, I'm currently in the process of being mind blown. This this thing is called Band Lab. And uh, I think they're doing it right. You gotta check it out. It's unreal. And it's easy, very user intuitive. Have not read a single instruction. Just press buttons and make things happen the way you need to happen so you can just make music. And uh, it's free. <laughs> it works off of any platform. So you don't need an expensive device in order to use it. As long as it's uh, net-enabled, Wi-Fi, or what have you. What you're listening to now is something from a random person. I'm sorry, I'll uh, put your credits in the writing. Um... But I just grabbed it and uh, jammed on top of it. And now I'm talking over top of both of those things. That is just incredible. This is blowing my mind. (laughs) So, I think I'm going to start off my next episode of Integrity Radio with this little collab, sort of noise collab with some random music noise maker whom will later be revealed. Check this out. It's incredible. Now, editing on this particular platform seems to be very simplistic and straightforward. You cannot do any uh, complex editing, but I'm guessing you'll be able to do that on your standard DAW and import stuff into Music Lab. Wow. And you guys know me. I don't like tweaking on uh, mixes and stuff. I just like to record and put it out. So for me, this is the perfect app. Incredible. All the sounds. are within the app itself. Wow. This company's out of Singapore.
and it's still on profile of the company. Maybe 30, 40, group of 30 or 40 people. I don't believe I saw any Chinese proper there. Seemed like a pretty mixed bag of folks working. That band lab. Well, this is very interesting. This is a game changer. I don't think I've ever used that term before. <laughs> this is a definite game changer. And of course, right from this app, it could be shared to whatever other apps you're using. Integrity Radio. And thank you, random noise makers. Hey everybody, this is Z with Integrity Radio, and you know, well, I have to retract some of my praise at this point for um, Band Lab, because I did a project last night, and I'm unable to save it, and it was really uh, clunky uh, actually doing a real project um, with it. I, I suppose if you did looping or imported or maybe if you've got a really fast system it might work differently. However, I'm still going to praise the effort and the concept and the idea and I sure uh, am going to just keep giving it a try. Um, so I'll let you know how it works out. Song of the day 
titled Tight Wire.
I need to polish off this uh, episode. I think this is episode five of uh, Integrity Radio, and uh, it's it's nearly nearly beer thirty. Yeah. Uh, here in beautiful wherever we are, I, well, El Dorado County, I think, is uh, a <coughs> specific enough region. Uh, we are in the foothills of what would be called the uh, Tahoe, yeah, Tahoe Mountains region. Tahoe region, Tahoe area. Is, is Tahoe part of the Sierras? Yeah. It is? Sierra foothills. We're, we're Sierra foothills. We're Sierra foothills. West Slope. West Slope. So, my, my name is Z, in case you were wondering, and I'm here with my co-host. Uh, ben Jacobson. Yeah, Ben oh. Hayham. <laughs> Please excuse the quality of my voice, I'm still... Uh, you're, you're still hungover from... Uh, I'm still hungover from Cancun. Cancun. <laughs> so, uh, let me see. We each have our own different alcoholic beverage here. This is interesting. I, I have my Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. You're uh, drinking a man's beer there. Just drinking my uh, my usual Budweiser. And then, uh, Dan, what do you got there? I think that's a, that's a Seagram's and a uh, and, uh, orange and grape. Orange and grape. Oh. Seagram's orange and grape. I wonder what that would even be called. What would you call that? I guess you could yeah, call it like a, a screwdriver, a bloody screwdriver. A bloody screwdriver, that's what it is. So, let me see. The I think uh, an interesting topic, I'm, we're not going to go long here because I've actually I had, this is a pretty long episode. Uh, I was just waiting to cap it off uh, with you, so... <laughs> But the last thing I think uh, we talked about, not on uh, Anchor, but on the social medias, was uh, regarding cops. And I had—I just had a friend of mine uh, last night contact me and say, "Hey, man, are you okay? Uh, are you getting on social medias and uh, threatening the police and stuff?" I'm like, "Oh," and I had—I had to thank him because. That certainly wasn't what my intention was, to threaten the police. I don't even think that was what I, I did. I don't, think it, I don't think you, I don't think I recall you coming across as threatening. It was more of a... I was just pissed off. Yeah, pissed off and more accusatory. Than yeah, yeah, you know, I just, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've 
bared the brunt of police brutality uh, uh, on more than one occasion. And uh, I've had many friends that have bared the brunt of police brutality. And then I've also known many police uh, and uh, military and police uh, from training them. Uh, You know, I'm a middle-aged white guy and I've had to deal with some asshole cops before. Yeah, yeah. uh, Well, I think that, you know, I agree with what Carlin was saying, which is they've sort of, they've transmorphed from being police, protect, and serve to uh, militaristic, sort of, uh, uh, more of an agenda, you know, um, which is to do as they're told, even if it's against their own populace. So... I don't know. I don't know about you. I've met um, I've met some really nice policemen before that were uh, extremely helpful. You could only, I mean, they a couple of guys I've met where you could. I mean, it's like to protect and serve. Yeah, man. That Let me ask you: Were they young, uh, or were they old? I think a little mix of each, actually. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, unfortunately, they've been. They have been few and far between. It's always, it's, you know, it's, it shouldn't be a pleasure to meet a good cop. Like when you meet a good yeah. cop and you're like, oh, yeah. what a pleasure. Yeah. Yes, that's, yes. that's wrong. Very well put. Very well put. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with you. When I was talking, when I was communicating on, uh, online, of course, I was angry about a, uh, a, a video that I had. Shared posted, yeah. regarding um, what I call is, is harassment, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and also, they're they're violating the public trust. I think, and then there's this whole thing of uh, of the, the cops and the military being heroes and whatnot. And you know, you might have scenarios where, uh, you know, like you said, they they came in and they they did a good job or they did their job or they even went above and beyond their job. You can have, you can certainly have a scenario where a police officer or a military person behaves in a heroic manner. I can certainly think of, um, but to qualify somebody as a hero simply because you are a police officer. Yeah. Again, well put, well put. I I, I wish I had a little applause button. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, we anyone, a policeman, a, a, a civilian, uh, can rise to a heroic occasion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think what people get, I, I think what people probably get hung up on is, I suppose, typically, a policeman or a, a military person might be presented with more opportunities than the average person to behave in a heroic manner. I, I don't know if that's uh, true or not. I but, think uh, I think you're you're on to something there and that's probably why we're so appalled when they don't hmm. because they have more opportunities to step up and be be a hero. Yeah. You know. Um, now I'm sure it's a dangerous job especially if you're out there doing traffic duty, doing domestic Duty, you know, I'm sure uh, it's a dangerous job, and uh, I, I, I don't want to undercut. I think, 
that's where you were coming from. You know, you don't want to undercut the people that the job description of, of what it's supposed to be doing, what they're yeah. supposed to be doing. I wish I could speak right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to, uh, you know, undercut that, but to I, violate the public trust and yeah. then to know that your fellow policemen yeah. are violating the public trust and not come out because, you know, yeah. that's a difficult situation. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it pisses me off that that situation exists. And I'm sure that there are cops, good cops out there that can't not have a job. They need to pay the bills. They need to feed their family. And so I totally understand that. And I get that. Um, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about bad cops yeah. and doing everything you can to get rid of bad cops from violating the public trust because otherwise it just... Education. You got to know your rights. Yeah. You know, well, I'm, hey, even if you know your rights these days, man, that guy, that was a white guy in an Uber that was a, that, that was a lawyer. He didn't even get lucky. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know... Imagine if he wasn't any one of those things. <laughs> Could have been a lawyer, but he was a, a colored lawyer. Maybe yeah, I watched I a know. I watched a really good, um, really good video the other day about uh, dealing with dealing with police officers, and basically the guy, you know, he had two rules. You know, rule number one, you know, the name, rank, and serial number. You do not speak to the police officer. You, I, you know, you comply with any order. But you do not you do not offer any information. Period. End the story. And uh, number two, have a phone that with a video camera that downloads directly to the cloud. Yeah, yeah. Those were the two things. Yeah. But I tell you what, I wonder how many people have been physically um, violated by pulling out their phone and camera and being told to turn it off. And then, uh, you know, get attacked for not turning it off. I mean, that it would be nice to know if, know what that number is, if it exists. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I suppose it has a lot to do with location. I mean, listen, if I, you know, if you're in downtown Sacramento with people everywhere and you're getting hassled by the cops, you're probably going to be all right filming it. Would I whip out my camera if I was on a back road in Mississippi and got, you know, a black guy on a back road in Mississippi and got pulled over by a white cop? Am I going to pull out my camera and shove it in his face? Well, you know, maybe not. Well, that almost reminds me of like when a tree falls out in the wilderness and no one sees it. Yes, it does. Oh. Well, the the weather is getting uh, shatty around here, isn't it? It's coming in. We're getting ready for uh, another... I've heard this one coming in. It's supposed to be worse than the last one. It's a snowstorm. Yeah, Yeah. snowstorm. You know, and this rain that's coming in up into the high elevations... It's flooding everywhere out there. And then freezing over... Freezing and then over. it's going to snow over, it's going to snow over the top which means it. avalanche city, man. Avalanche There's going city to be massive and, avalanches. And it's pleasant. Any road around here will be a parking lot. There won't be everything will be shut down. Yeah, I won't be able to deliver tomorrow and Saturday. I won't be able to deliver any mail. Wow, I won't even, even be able to make it out there. 
Well, it's always, you know, uh, Placerville is, uh, despite the fact that we do get snow, it doesn't generally snow like this, but once every few years. Um, yeah, this is the most I've seen it snow since I've been in this region. Yeah, I've, yeah. The only time I've seen it snow this bad was one other time. That was probably seven, eight years ago, maybe, something like that. Yeah. But we generally get a little snow every year. People here are just completely unprepared. <laughs> every year. Every single time it happens. <laughs> yeah. So, I believe you put up another episode of... Uh, I did. Of secular... I was having problems with it. It made me think Facebook was trying to take it down. Hmm. I got, got taken down, and then I had to go put it back up again. I've been having a lot of technical issues, but I just think that uh, probably... I don't know. Yeah, it could be robots... It was it was criticizing President Trump, so yeah. Well, no, that's what I yeah. You know, I wanted to listen to it. I will go back and listen to it. But let's talk about that for a minute, because I have this thing about. First of all, how do people who have never known anything about politics all of a sudden? have opinions about politics at this point. Just because it's, you know, on the internet and and you get the sound bites and the sound clips and the video clips and the, you know. It's a very interesting time for politics right now. And I think that's probably what has a lot to do with it, is just that people are so polarized. Politics is so interesting right now. And it's almost like being a part of the club, you know, like to, to, to be into politics now and to talk politics and to either hate Donald Trump or love Donald Trump. And it's, it's a very, but it's a very ignorant club because both sides are just so hard, uh, grossly misinformed and grossly indoctrinated and grossly, uh, engineered in uh, the information that they're getting, that it's just all—it's just a shit stew, and I don't see any 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 redeemable value in 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 returning to the shit stew day after day after day. I, I don't get it. I suppose the one, I, at least for me, because I I, you know, I kind of tend to agree with you. Um, my interest in politics is probably divided between just a, a desire to argue about something that's kind of interesting, which you can, I, you know, I guess you can find politics. Okay, now what's interesting about what's going on? Um, just the fact that, it, that it's almost like a soap opera right now. It's not like regular politics right now. It's, al it's almost like it's a soap opera where it's like every day is some new ridiculous thing that, and it's just... It's just, it's, it's very captivating. It's almost like watching, it's literally, it's almost like watching a TV show. Okay, now here, sort of oh, I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, here's my criticism. You know that when I say stuff, I've always got three fingers pointing right back at myself and one right up the good lords, you know who. Um... And I'm going to offend the women out there, but understand I'm using these terms in the vernacular. 
But wouldn't it be somewhat of a bitch thing for people to just be so into the soap opera from day to day? I mean, wouldn't that be more of the, the classic woman's thing of, of gossiping <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and, oh, did you hear he, he said, she said? You know, this is what bothers me, that all of this stuff is really just a ruse to not explain or to show politics, but to pull people away from the real issues that are going on in our world, which is, of course, you know, uh, uh, religious fanaticism, magical thinking, blah, 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 all the things that you and I could uh, too easily agree upon. Um but what you're and there's only so much time and space in the world to look at things and to talk you know and and, the, and and to commit time and space to and it just seems like a strange thing to continue to go to every day where it's just the same ruse it's not like this is really happening like you said it's like a TV show and indeed it is just like a TV show and even if it were... Ha oh, here's another aspect of this. To me, it's a lot of people saying, I have no power, and I'm not going to do anything but just talk about whatever nonsense is being fed to me. I, I mean, it seems so unempowering to constantly refer to Trump, the asshole, the dickhead, the whatever. I mean, it's like so ignorant to me when people do this mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's not like any other president has been any better. It's just you're now paying attention, you know? And it's just really, really um, offsetting to me. I don't understand it. Everyone I know, by the way, I don't think I know anyone that doesn't trump it up every day. Trumping it up, I don't fucking get it. I'm not. I'm not criticizing so much because, like I said, I've always got a finger back, you know. And and I have to admit, um, I it is entertaining, and I've, I've actually have to make myself not be entertained by it. <laughs> well, I also too, you know, I think that that. I mean, you're asking me why. Trump, why this whole thing is so big right now in general, I suppose that would be my answer. For me personally, it's not so much the entertainment, I mean, I am entertained by it, but not in a good way. Mm. In a very bad way, I'm entertained okay. by it. Okay, well, that, I, I, that I, I like to hear that, because you knowing that. Yes, and I the reason, the reason that I argue and I talk about it is because I, I, I think that what is happening right now is so horrible. And I, I, you know, I know it's, it's not any, perhaps any, well, perhaps I might argue that it's, it is a little bit worse now than, than it has been under other presidents. But, but that aside, it, it, it's so bad. And it's so bad for such a blatantly obvious reason. And the only way it's going to change is is to talk about it, and we've got to talk about it. We've got to fix it. You know, I, you've said this before. I think in relation maybe to I think climate change. You know, it's not so much that Donald Trump is this or that uh, you know his policies are that. You know, 
you've got to we've got you got to find ways. You got to find ways to to talk to stupid people and to convince stupid people. And that, the only way that that's going to happen is with conversation. You've got to talk about. It. I mean, I wish we could just go like you said. I wish we could just get to this place where we realize how how corrupt the whole thing really is, and we can you know take a, a, a conscious leap forward and move past, but that's not going to happen until we, uh, we get the stupid people on board. Well, but the thing is to me is who's the stupid people? I mean, I really don't think that there are any. I think that there is this, this, uh, of course, and I use the word stupid people. I could probably pick a better phrase than that. But yeah. I just use that as a general, there's a lot of people out there that they are stuck in a rut mentally. Well, here's a here's a maybe another perspective, and that is there's this old saying: never argue with a crazy person because people walking by can't tell the difference. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what I'm getting here is I listen to the arguments, and I can't tell the difference. I can't go. Oh yeah, he's right. You're wrong. And this is problematic. See, you would, need to be able to argue effectively and talk about the right thing. Yeah, see, this is what I actually tried to do with that with that podcast. Because I, I catch a lot of flack from people about my feelings about President Trump. And, you know, I, the one thing I'm constantly accused of is not having any, any evidence or, you know, you don't have any reason to feel it. So I really made an effort with my podcast to go and just lay it all out and go, no, no, here is exactly why. And here's the, here's the numbers. Here's the, the Gallup polls showing this. Here's the U.S. Department of Labor statistics showing, showing this. And here, here it is a, a breakdown by the numbers of, of why I don't think he's good for the country. So that's kind of, that's kind of. Now, do you think you're the only person doing that? Oh, no. Do you, no, think, do you think there are not enough people that are on Trump's ass that hate that son of a bitch? That yeah. that that there's just more need for people to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, I don't know. You know, I, 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 I suppose part of me believes that you know if, if you see something that you don't agree with you should make you should try to make your voice heard but you know I can't also deny the wisdom of what you're saying which is uh, you know choose what you're gonna do with uh... well here's the thing like when you say people uh, you get a lot of flack from people regarding your You'd have to hunt those people out because those really are misinformed and and usually kind of fanatical people that are overly busy with a soapbox dramatic lifestyle where they're not coming out of that. That's just, you know. No. And 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 those are stupid people. They're willingly stupid. They're they're not ignorant stupid as in can add and subtract. They're willfully ignorant, and they're and what it does, because what I think is this sort of thing does is it sets the paradigm even more heavier. 
you know, because the reality is, is you don't know Trump. The reality is you don't know politics. The reality is, is all you know is what's being fed to you by the media. And now you're being played. It's, Edward Bernese talks about it very succinctly. Uh, the indoctrination, getting people to willfully, instead of trying to engineer, you get people to do the engineering themselves. Hmm. And that's what's going on. And it's very disturbing because it's all very much laid out in the, the you know early Edward Bernese stuff where is engineering consent. That's the term I was looking for. Oh. Engineering consent. And it's exactly what I'm saying, is by these two sides doing this, all they're doing is engineering the consent, which allows these big folks, we're talking about the trillionaires and billionaires, that allows them to continue to, um, you know, kind of work carte blanche. Yeah. You know, because no matter how much money you have, if the people around you don't want you to do something, you're fucked. So you have to engineer their consent in order to allow the things to happen. You know? Right. So <laughs> my uh, co co-host had to take a, uh, a message there. So, uh, well, definitely check out Ben's um, uh, blog secular humanist over on Facebook and uh, I believe he also has a uh, podcast on Anchor as well uh, under the same title uh, secular humanist you can also check out pickingadaisy.com that's where I have my entire collection of Daisy BB guns up online for you to gawk at and uh, I am actually selling off some of my prized BB guns. So uh, you can check that out. And um, you can also check out Calier 2018 on eBay where I'm selling a whole bunch of BB guns. I I've been listing like a madman. The BB gun yes. extravaganza. And he's back, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's worth considering... Uh, this whole thing of dumping on the Trumpin. Because I'm no fan, but at the same time, I know history. And, and you know, it's just all engineered consent what's going on. And you think you've got opinions. You don't have opinions. You have what was engineered and told to you. You don't have any opinions. Oh, oh, I get it. Oh, no, let's think about this for one second. Let's just think about this for one second. Okay. Trump grabs a pussy. Okay. <laughs> that was the worst thing that he had done. Okay, now let's just take, let's just isolate that. <laughs> let's just isolate the grabbing the pussy thing. <laughs> now, how can you, how is this being engineered? How does engineering work? Let me explain to you how engineering works. Trump grabs a pussy. How is the how is everyone supposed to respond? Well, I suppose that depends on who you are. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Come on. Politically, 
Oh, well, come on. Well, How are you supposed to be? Supposed you're supposed to be, you're supposed yeah, to be dude, if you go, oh, he grabbed the pussy, no fucking problem, man. That's yeah, cool. No, nobody be. fucking says that. Yeah, you're supposed to be horrified. You're okay. supposed to be horrified. Yes, exactly. Right? Now, uh, it, you, you, you. <laughs> and so now. You have this other thing. Now you've given play. Everyone, you know everyone's over on this side. Only the scumbags, right, will go, oh, well, pff, whatever, man. Every guy's grabbed a pussy now and then. Whatever, man. I mean, you know, we all know what the uh, locker room uh, talk sure, is like. Sure. You know, And so you've got the reality, right? It's the polarization of the whole thing by, by making everyone go one way. Right now, how is this even possible with somebody that's ruling the country? And you go, oh, well, that's the whole thing. This is unprecedented. No, it's fucking not unprecedented. Whenever the people aren't paying attention to politics, they got to get a motherfucker in there that will make you pay attention to politics. <laughs> you can't ignore politics because otherwise you'll pay attention to something else. Yeah. The corporate world that's taken over the whole world, the corporations and everything, right? The business. Yeah, politics has always been masking business. So they can have business as usual. Not very well. Yes, yes. So when people think they know Trump, they don't know Trump, whatever, man. You know, and even if you knew the guy, like I've met the guy. I met him before before he was president. So, whatever. I met him one time in England. Yeah. So, I I just... But... (laughs) but, And we met him, but we really don't know the guy. We really don't know the guy. And and whatever we're told about the guy doesn't fucking matter. And in fact, what's interesting is when I put my subjectivity aside, like, you know, I hate scumbags and, and, and whatnot of his ilk... As he's being portrayed to be, of course we all hate that guy. If you don't hate that guy, then that's how you polarize. Think about Hitler. Hitler was a scumbag. He wasn't a tall, blonde, white Aryan. He was a fucking douchebag. He was a little fucking douchebag. At no point in history was people that looked like him were pleasant. <laughs> and and you know wow I want to get with a Hitler kind of guy you know no 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 but so he became the polarization yeah he was deplorable but then it was that whole swing right there's no allowing of well yeah and well yeah and you know, we all got to get along no 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 it's oh he's a douchebag you're a douchebag you don't know the fucking guy. You just you have been fed by the media, and now you're falling for it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, oh! All the politicians are telling you this. Oh, all the media is telling you this. Jesus Christ, man! Nobody knows. Nobody knows. The guys in power know, but the people in power aren't aren't sharing what the, the whole game well, plan and you know, how everything is. Maybe this is what it is with Trump too, because I will, I would say this. Certainly more than any other U.S. president in history. Trump has provided uh, a, a video... I mean, none, news sources aside, media aside, you can go get... There's plenty of videos of Donald Trump himself saying and, and doing these things publicly, 
you know, where you know it's him. It's not being portrayed by somebody any particular way. So you and and I for and the, that, and I don't think you've ever had a president that's been so publicly you know what he's done and what he has said has been so publicly available on you know high definition video than, than Donald Trump. Well, we we have had film for quite some time, at least up until the nineteen uh, hundreds. Uh, well, sure, but you didn't yeah. have, and we've had a lot of coverage. That's mostly what got covered back in the early days of films was presidencies and and all that sort of thing. Um, and as far as record of of heinous uh, um, presidents, well, just the list of pre- U.S. presidents alone is a wonderful list of heinous, fucked up <laughs> people, you know? I mean, the people that get put into... Uh, uh, George Washington said anybody that has to uh, campaign for office uh, isn't worthy uh, of office. And it's George Washington that said that, our first president. And ever since then, we've just never really taken the hint from our very first founding father. We've never taken the hint that... The people that are in office are puppets. They are doing what they've been told. And if if they're a believable puppet, like you don't have to teach them how to be despicable or whatnot, then all the better, but it's still a fucking puppet. Everyone can agree with me that the presidencies have been a puppet, yet they'll they'll start attacking Trump. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You're attacking a fucking puppet. It doesn't make sense. How can you agree that he's a puppet yet go, oh, but he's an asshole and he's it? No. No, it, 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 it's rather he's a puppet or I don't, he's not a puppet. I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily agree that he's a puppet. Boy, you're you, uh, but you, then now you're really well, see I'm gonna have you have to you have to explain how that's not so. I mean everything in history shows us that the the uh, it, all the presidencies during our lifetime have been puppet presidencies. Now I'm not talking about banana public republic type no, no, puppet, no, yeah, puppet no, presidencies. No, I'm talking about no, very no. highly engineered puppet presidencies from corporations that were started in the early, well, late 1800s, early 1900s, from the major corporations, from the industrial age that took over. We we started, uh, the presidency and government started uh, serving the big industries in the early 1900s and stopped serving its people. See, that's what I need to do, too, is get back to mine. Perhaps I would have been, my, 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 Criticizing Donald Trump will just be a, a side note here. But really, what I want to do is get back to my um, my history lesson. My history. Uh, I was actually going to ask you if uh, you could point me towards some resources. Oh man! Just, right now, just start watching the uh, uh, the Great War. The Great War. Yeah, the Great War series on YouTube. Okay. It's awesome. Okay. It's awesome. They right. are super, super awesome. Uh, don't bother with the World War II series that they've gone on to. I think they're trying too hard and not really hitting their mark with that one yet. But the world, the Great War series is just incredible. Okay. So no, I'm really stoked that we're able to kind of pick this, uh, uh, you know, uh, this conversation up because uh, again, I, I'm not criticizing you 
so much as criticizing all of us for because I I've done it too, man. I, I I'll get right on board. I've I've shared posts many a time, going, yeah, what a dickhead, what an, and no. uh, then I got to catch myself. I'm like, no. I don't know the guy. Come on, he's a puppet. The whole you point. Know? <laughs> the whole point. And this is you know this is the. Yeah, this is the point I always make. The whole point is to, is to have conversations like this and and talk about this stuff. Hey, know. and listen, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong and you're right and he's not a puppet, oh, well, then we're in really big trouble. Damn, we have them we're, but I don't think we're in that big a trouble because otherwise we would be experiencing collapse and a much a civil collapse at a much greater rate, and we're not. So I don't think we're in that kind of trouble. I don't think so. Dad, yeah. you know what? There's something that you said there. You're 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 absolutely right about uh, we are we are not experiencing civil collapse at all, really. No. No, in fact, things are better than they've ever yeah. been in human history. Yeah. So you got to take that into consideration. Yeah. All right, we better hang up on this. Yeah. So thank you very much, Ben. You have always, as always, been the perfect host. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and I, I, I thank our, our side secret host who uh, remains unnamed. And our sponsors. And our sponsors. <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening to Integrity Radio. We'll see you next time. Hi everybody, this is Z. I'm going to perform a song for you called Knock on Wood.
wash it all away I'll keep on sweeping right into the wind And through the dust I see your spirit Damn the rain, damn the rainy days Screw the clear blue skies There's only you and I And no one else exists Knock on My head is to the ground version of this on Spreaker.com 
search for the art of integrity. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, this is the Band Lab update. I've been able to get it to work. It's a little buggy, but I definitely think it's worth pursuing. Uh, check out this piece I just put together. It's a piano and bass duet, and it's about three minutes long. Enjoy. <laughs>